Hello and welcome to the Southeast Iowa Union News Break. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Getting into today's top stories, members of the Washington City Council weighed changes to municipal rules regulating food trucks at a regular meeting last week. The proposed changes would overhaul Chapter 130 of the City Code, requiring food trucks to work with annual fire inspections, two-day notices to the city before setting up, a penalty for non-compliance, and a handful of other new regulations. Officials said most of the new rules won't apply to mobile vendors at the city's farmers markets or special events approved by the city council for exemptions. City clerk Sally Hart said the current system was inefficient and unclear at times, such as different costs for private public property. Hart says the changes would streamline the process. The proposals are modeled from similar regulations in other cities close to Washington size, according to Hart. Mayor Jan Rosine said the city had a had time to hear comments on the changes. The city did not vote on a first reading at its meeting on January 3rd. Council member Elaine Moore said she wanted to give vendors more time to weigh in before taking action. Notably absent from the proposed changes are new fees for food trucks. Hart said those rates were determined by resolutions from the city, not its code of ordinances. That doesn't rule out the possibility of reworked fees alongside the ordinance. However, as Hart said, the city could change amounts as the council sees fit in the future. City officials have once again posted an open Washington police officer position after one member took a job with the State Highway Patrol shortly after the department's newest recruit graduated from the Iowa Law Enforcement Academy. Washington Police Chief Jim Lester said the department planned to offer a $5,000 sign-on bonus to applicants who were already Academy certified. Lester said the move would save the city money overall, with the cost of training a new recruit starting around $10,000 as before counting for wages during their 16 weeks at the academy. Lester said increased wages for officers could help them help with retention. Mayor Jaron Rosine said the city administrator was authorized to make up to $5,000 payments without approval from the city council. Henry County Health Center announced addition of Heritage Pharmacy Mount Pleasant to its campus. The pharmacy will be located in the health center at 501 South White Street. Currently, Hy-Vee Clinic Pharmacy occupies the pharmacy space with that lease agreement expiring on friday march 31st heritage farming mount pleasant will open its doors on monday april 3rd and will offer customers a seamless transition to meet their pharmacy needs more information will be released at a later date about the transition and additional services that will be offered at the heritage farming mount pleasant location Wednesday, January 11th, Lindsay Ford, director of AmeriCorps Seniors Henry County RSV, RSVP program at the Fellowship Cup, held orientation for the inaugural year of a pen pal collaboration with Harlan Elementary. The pen pal program is simple. RSVP will match each fourth grade student at Harlan Elementary with an RSVP volunteer, and then they will exchange letters throughout the school year. According to Ford, RSVP also offers a reading buddy volunteer opportunity, but she has seen a significant decline in volunteers following the pandemic. As of Wednesday's orientation, 10 volunteers signed up for the Pen Pal program with 35 students to serve at Harlan Elementary. Ford would love to add additional volunteers. Additionally, Ford is still hopeful to find more reading buddy volunteers. According to Ford, there is always a need for more medical transportation volunteers, but there are a total of 17 different volunteer opportunities available. Those interested in volunteer opportunities can reach out to Ford via phone at 319-385-3242. And to find them on Facebook, just look for Henry County RSVP. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at the weather and sports. 
Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Hello and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have your five-day forecast coming up, but first obituaries. Carol Francis Christner of Brighton passed away on January 5th at the age of 79. Celebration of life will be held at a later date. The Baby Peterson Funeral Home is assisting the family with arrangements. Janine Carol Roth, formerly of Wayland, passed away on January 7th at the age of 82. Funeral services will be held at 10.30 a.m. January 12th at the East Fairview Mennonite Church in Milford, Nebraska. Lauber Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Robert John Crotz, uh, formerly of Washington, passed away on December 19th at the age of 78. Those obituaries, it is now time for the weather. Temperatures will drop after today and rebound during the weekend, but for now it is 46 degrees and mostly cloudy. Tomorrow temperatures will fall to 34 degrees and it will be cloudy. The chance for rain or snow has dropped down to 20%. On Friday it will be mostly sunny, but temperatures will stay in the low 30s. Looking at the weekend, we can see that the temperatures will jump back into the 40s and it will be partly cloudy on Saturday. And finally on Sunday it will be even warmer at 48 degrees and be mostly cloudy. We're going to take another quick break, and when we return, we'll be taking a look at some local wrestling. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities, serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. I met Tammy about 20 years ago. 
with, when her daughter was in Special Olympics and I was coaching, told me that she was into doing senior benefits. We became even closer friends. She cares about everybody, especially the seniors, so call her. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross. Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Been in healthcare for many years. I know that Tammy's that person who wants to help others and take care of us. She knows the healthcare business and wants to take care of others. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. Sports, brought to you by Fairway. Both Mount Pleasant and Pekin traveled to Pell on Tuesday for a girls wrestling tournament. The tournament included 15 different schools all coming together to do battle. Mount Pleasant had six wrestlers compete, and all six finished in the top three. That included Ella McNamee, who rolled to a 105-pound championship going 3-0. McNamee had three pins on the day. She took down Beinhart of Eddieville, Blakesburg, Fremont in three minutes and five seconds. She defeated Jones of Otomo in 39 seconds, and then pinned Clark's Maisie Davis in three minutes and 35 seconds. At 115 pounds, Alexis Wagner went 2-1, including a couple of falls. She pinned two different Colfax Mingo wrestlers, winning matches in three minutes and nine seconds and one minute and 53 seconds. Natalie Parrott took second in the 115 bracket. Her lone win was a pin over Lila Day of English Valley's Tri-County. Jane House was scored second at 130. She went one and one with a pin over English Valley Tri-County, taking the match in a minute and 18 seconds. Zenlin Lee went one and one for a second place finish at 190. She pinned Newton's Ashley Van Menon in 59 seconds, and Natalie Albright went 0 and 2 at 235, but finished third. Also in wrestling news, Washington Live and Mount Pleasant Live will be live streaming tomorrow's wrestling meet between uh, Washington and Mount Pleasant. That will be at 6 p.m. tomorrow. It will be announced by Washington's Sean Ellingson. Uh, that can be found on Mount Pleasant Lives or Washington Lives Facebook page, as well as Washington Lives YouTube page. It will also be going up on Washington Lives Spotify after it is all said and done. It's also going to stay up on Facebook and YouTube, so if you can't watch it live, you can still watch it whenever it works in your schedule. That's the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This has been your news break, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>